Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Joey Calvez. I want to tell you guys a little bit about the Department of Metahuman Affairs. This one is a story about a team led by a retired sidekick, two felons, a failed actor from Broadway, and a reprogrammed cyborg. But their first mission is to stop the criminals who have robbed a bank, and they will have to set the world at ease. You're going to get 180 pages of entertainment action-packed awesomeness right here in the first six issues in a collected hardcover volume one all you got to do is head on over to kickstarter.com and type in the department of metahuman affairs or dma and check it out right now age of radio yeah there you go I, I mean and then when it shows up it's like i'm surprised too and i went wow future me like, i love valentine's day this is great, great. great. I, me, me from the past took care of me of today wow that's that, that's the same as like when you get really drunk and you leave gatorade next to the uh <laughs> next to the bed and you wake up in the morning you're like drunk me does care about right me. right right <laughs> drunk me cares about me because he left me the uh-huh. gatorade next to the <laughs> next to the bed and that's and that's and that's what love is that's what self-love is self-care <laughs> it is self-care it is self-love self-care all right, let's get into this week's episode. Welcome to Super Movie Brothers. Let's start the show. Welcome to Super Movie Brothers. I'm your host, Super Movie Brother Dave. I'm your host, Super Movie Brother Jay. We're going to start doing things a little bit differently on the show. So me and Jay have realized we have busy lives. Uh, Jay's grown up. He's, he's, he's a tall lad, and uh, he's a grown man now. He wipes mm. his own ass and everything. Mm, yes. He has his own place, mm-hmm. uh, and he also has a new job and, and everything like that that we've talked about. But it turns out Jay is an actual adult now. He has responsibilities and and yeah. And things that he has to do, and it's Quite not shitty. always. We only have one <laughs> night to record, and since I've been a grown ass man for some time, sure. Um, and sure. now I have a baby and everything. It's tough for me to get like the time that it takes me yeah. to edit an episode to do it and get it out in time. But what I'm realizing I am able to do is I'm able to get a half hour done here, half hour done there, and if we only record. If I have a segment that's that's twenty thirty minutes, I can get that I can get that edited and done in one night. But I was holding on to that audio for the rest of the segments to get done. So now what wound up happening was, you know, at first we started. I used to release on Saturdays, and I started releasing on Mondays, and mm-hmm. then it became Tuesdays, then it became Tuesday nights, and then I was like. Now it's like a week after we either review the movie or we talk about the news and it's coming out and it's already old hat or I'm spending so much time trying to edit it to sure. get it done that like I'm crunching until one o'clock in the morning. And Dave, I'm just this like, might be a long time coming. Yeah. Like me, we we might have should done this probably. We, we might have should have. We, we might have should have done this probably five years ago. Yeah, that's, <laughs> me fail English? That's impossible. 
but it's been so, a long day. Yeah. So, so what I'm going to be doing from here on out is each segment of the show is going to get released as like its own little episode. So instead of hour and a half long Super Movie Bros yes. episodes, you're going to be getting half hour chunks essentially. A lot more of us. Yeah. So, so coming at you. So we'll first we'll first always come out with the with the what are you watching episodes, which is that's this that's we're doing a what are you watching right now. Sure. Um, we're gonna come out with those if we do a trailer park. That's its own episode. Mm-hmm. If we do a top five, that's its own episode. Mm-hmm. And news is going to be its own little episode as well. So if you only care about the keep it up with the news or, or our comments on the news, then you're going to get episodes for. And Jay's so. indie corner will be tied in with what are you watching? With probably. what are you watching? Yeah, yeah. yeah we're going to want to chuck that in there when so. that comes up. So <laughs> there will be some segments that are like super small that we'll, we'll we'll sandwich in with something else. But for the most part, man, it's it's going to be this way because necessity it turns out babies need a fucking lot of shit you know what a baby can do for itself fucking nothing <laughs> fucking nothing. yeah i mean i saw him laying on uh on his belly earlier and yeah he, he couldn't was do not it. happy about he it couldn't do it. <laughs> he couldn't do much couldn't about do that <laughs> do it. so it's it's just it's just a lot of work um and and this even though it's still the same amount of work i'm able to break it up and i'm able to get episodes out at a faster pace and i think ultimately that's that's what I care about is getting the content to you uh, as quickly, but still keeping the same level of quality. I, I throw I throw quotes up there because uh, I'll never say anything I do is quality. Like it's it's ramshackled it's at prestigious. best. Prestigious. Yeah, it's it, no, it's ramshackled at best. You know, like. <laughs> but it, I do rely on you guys and your feedback to tell me how this format is working for you because if you don't like it, if you don't like Super Movie Bros in half hour chunks and you want me just to go back to 90 minute long episodes, I'm happy to do that. Um, but I just need enough people to tell me that that they prefer that to this. Uh, but for the foreseeable future, at least, I'm going to be releasing more episodes just at, at a half hour block. We've already dropped numbering our episodes yeah. quite some time ago. So it's not like it's going to... It, you know, it, it's going to put us up into like episode one thousand two hundred and twenty-three. I'm your host, Super Movie Brother Day, because <laughs> that's what's going to happen. Yeah, we also hit a milestone. Uh, we have over like one hundred fifty down, one hundred fifty thousand downloads. Yeah, like that's wild. It's crazy. Yeah. Wild. Nuts. Nuts. Now, of course, that is not through like that. That that's not just through our uh, our megaphone, which is who we we now na- is now our hosting site, which was just purchased by Spotify. So I noticed after Spotify purchased megaphone, all of our Spotify downloads have started ticking up. Interesting. So now it used to be it used to be when we were with Podbean, it used to be Podbean was our was our number one downloads. Mm-hmm. Then uh, when we switched to to megaphone it was itunes all of a sudden itunes was was way higher than Podbean. very peculiar now that spotify's bought us all all of our downloads seem to be coming from from spotify but we with with Podbean and and itunes being close seconds all that joe rogan money yeah we're on iHeartRadio. where where is (laughs) where is our iHeartRadio downloads man I don't know. I think they they really only per, they only really push their own like iHeartRadio exclusive podcasts and stuff like that. But yeah, everybody has their their forum. You remember yeah. Love Line? I think me and you should do a Love Line. Remember Love Line? People called oh in with their God. love questions. I'm the Adam. Please, Car- I'm the Adam Carolla. You're the. Can you're we the Dr. change Drew? our fucking show format <laughs> to a different? I'm all about that. Hi, I'm all about is, that. Hi, this is Dr. Dave. I mean, welcome it, to welcome our to Patreon Line. listeners. Please join us on Patreon because a lot of the times we do dive into the, it is Love Line. A, it is like a version yeah. of Love Line. Yeah. yeah. 
and it's a lot of fun. Talk about male and grooming. It's very habits. uncensored. Someone just did, so you know, <laughs> someone pointed out that we talk about like male grooming habits like a lot, and it's like, well, I think me and Jay are both clean cut guys. Well, like we both like being clean. Clean. I know. I definitely do. And 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 um and I think it's one of those things where like. You guys got to remember, we've been doing this every week for like seven years. We don't have a whole lot to talk about personally other than like, well, that's the did thing. you trim your ball like, hairs tonight? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like there's no filter. Like we, we have zero like filter at all. So like when like, you know, these things just like happen. You know, I know most friends don't talk about that kind of shit, mm. but certain friends you feel comfortable doing that with. And I don't, I probably have less than a, easily less than a handful of people who I would feel comfortable talking about that stuff. Hey, but what was the last time you took a uh, pair of scissors and you just, uh, <laughs> you, 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 you trimmed the bat cave? Well, by bat cave, I mean your a-hole. You just like, you trimmed the hair around there. Just because you don't want your poop to be a bear stuck in the woods. <laughs> Keep smearing on the paper all the damn time. It's just, this is the great content that you get. <laughs> this is the Patreon. Get on Patreon. So you, so, so you, so no. you cut the air hair away you make it a little short yes. hey your turds flow freely from your freely. butt to the and, and, but, and it saves money saves money you know it helps the environment hey, a, less waste a bidet a bidet saves a money. bidet oh, sure God. sure did you get a bidet for your I, apartment no. yet? you will make the lady trust me swoon. i just spent a fucking fortune in my goddamn place I, I i need to take a break the ladies will come in and be like oh my god jay you have a bidet? No, you know what they're going to think? They're going to think they want they I would want them to eat my asshole out. <laughs> That's exactly what they're going to think when they see that. That's exactly what they're going to think. And as soon as they ask you like, "My god, Jay, is that a is that a bidet?" You go, "If there's a bidet, it's okay to play." <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're getting off into way off topic. Tangents that I do not like way to do. Way off topic. Way off topic. Stay on target. Stay on target. <laughs> All right. So uh, that's the way the show is going to be going. But uh, <laughs> from, from from here on out, if you don't like it, at me Super Movie Pod on Twitter. Uh, let me know if you if you're not if you're not liking it. You can also reach out to us uh, on on our email, which no one ever seems to do. But we get. Plenty of feedback on other things, but ne- ne- never on our email. But it's supermoviebrospodcast at gmail.com. And without any further delay, Jay, let's get into this week's What Are You Watching? What are you watching? What are we watching? He's trying to watch some illegal channel. Oh, he's watching. No, 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 go past this. Past this part. In fact, never play this again. All right, bud, let's get started to you. I know you, with, with, with moving into your place, you haven't had a whole lot of time to watch stuff. Yeah, yeah, it was really bad. I you're, mean, you've, I, been I sit, was, you've been sitting in your beach chair. I've been sitting and yeah. So I have a lot of furniture delays right now, <laughs> and everything finally is done and settled. But you know, my, my I'm da- still sitting in the goddamn beach chair in the middle walked, of the living room. My daughter walked into your place and she was like, "Where's your couch?" I know. <laughs> she was luckily. She was I had a big like exercise ball that she can kind of play around with. And break half the shit in your house. I, know. <laughs> I was a little concerned about that. Like, uh, but, it, you know, it was just so funny because I'm used to it now, all that kind of space. But it, it is comically amusing to me that that I'm still doing that. What's comically amusing is a man who is six foot nine sitting on a beach chair that's six that sits three I, inches off the ground. Dude, I never like those kind of chairs. <laughs> I got it because you, you're kind of forced to use those chairs for like for example concerts yeah you're not allowed to bring like higher kind of chairs i picture like that. you like, lowering yourself into that chair like 
like like like, Dude. like the way bombers used to like hover over over like the open bay and they would just like <laughs> chuck it and like hope that it doesn't hit a school that it that it hits the I Germans. Uh, <laughs> you have to like hover over it and you have to like drop yourself down. It's like and by, and there's a certain point of no return for you where you've gone so low that uh-huh. like, there's no getting back. <laughs> uh-huh. So if you miss the chair, it's <laughs> it's gonna be hilarious. You're just gonna fall right. And over. it's just you know. <laughs> all that metal and the creaking it's just it's just, it just sounds weird so i'm like trying not to move and when i'm watching the tv when you said you had a date a i was like she's gonna come into his place and she's gonna see this empty living room with just a beach chair and a <laughs> and a beer it's koozie a, it's a panty dropper she's, yep. she's gonna yep. be like oh my god i just remembered i gotta wake up early tomorrow <laughs> yeah but anyway, but I just installed in a sexy new uh, light fixture that I think yeah. will will do the trick and a sexy, you know, counterbalance out that uh, and a sexy fixture. ottoman that's large enough to have sex on. Yes, no, thank so, you very much, so. David. You, you could thank you could thank my parents because yes. <laughs> it was theirs, <laughs> and then it came here, and then we got told we weren't allowed to throw it away yes. because it was too expensive. So I was thank like, you to your dad. I was like, can Jay have it? And they were like, it looks I great. Yeah. You know, I mean, it does look really good. Yeah, yeah, we've got we've kept it's been a it's been a dog bed to like four or five different dogs. <laughs> my well, parents spent so much money on this and me and my brother essentially look, used it as our dog's there's pets. no dog hair on it now no we we cleaned it for you thank you uh, all right jay it looks great uh let's tell everyone what you got down to watching this week well let me just start off um with the latest one on apple tv the billy eilish documentary i'm the bad guy Duh. Now, is she, is she a bad guy? You know, this is an interesting story. Jay, the response was duh. I set you up. Duh. <laughs> I know. I'm not a huge fan of her music, um, but I have nothing against I, her. You know, you know, uh, I, I know nothing I about kind her. of get it. Well, that's my point. She has um, Tourette's and she's very <clears throat> socially. Um, insecure in a lot of ways and she's young she's she doesn't look this who who isn't socially insecure yeah but like when she was made her first album she was 14 15 years old i believe oh i didn't know that yeah and she doesn't look that age at all no and 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 she dresses very you know very she hides her body i know that she does hide her her. body she wears all these outlandish baggy baggy clothes dyes her hair she has these icy blue gray kind of eyes it's very unique she looks dead yeah very unique, you know. She's so she's a she's certainly a character, and she's a great pop star who's very young I, who has this new fresh. I always sound. I always with wondered her that brother. about. I always wondered that about her was like, is the draw to to Billie Eilish is the draw the music because I'm not a huge fan of the music, or is the draw the 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 personality and the enigma? I think of it's her. a bit of both, to yeah. be honest. I'm, I'm being serious, and also the brother is huge when that because the brother is. He's the sound. He makes the sound. He makes the sound. He's also a co-writer. And they record everything from home. Like, literally, like, she's sitting on a bed, cross-legged, singing. You know? And it's... It's just like us. It's interesting. It is. It's kind of like a... It's just like this type of format. Me, the audio master. You. Yeah. We could have $50 million right now if we just start singing. (laughs) Me, the audio master and the wordsmith. You. Yeah. The guy who occasionally has a good singer. I know. Yeah. (laughs) 
occasionally. He's in here in a cardigan, by the way. Like this, like this, this, ca- this cable knit cardigan that looks like it was taken right out of uh, out of Chris Evans' wardrobe and yes. knives out. Thank you. You're going for a certain style tonight. Why do you come to my house so dressed up? Who are you fucking trying to impress? This is just my normal. Like, <laughs> who this are you what trying? I, this to is imp- just what I wear. Who are you trying to impress? We got I, I really don't have. I had to shower before you. I had to shower before you came because I got spit up all over my venom shirt and I was very upset. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I, I had to take a shower because I got spit up. All, like who the fuck are you trying to impress? Well, I was doing <laughs> a lot of shopping. All right. Fair enough. So I was in public. You never know who you're going to run into, right? I guess you never know. Once you're married, sweatpants come your best fucking. Friend. I got to flirt with my eyes. God damn it. You yeah. know, I got the fucking mask on and shit. Oh, it's terrible. But, um, this was an interesting behind the scenes look and, and it was so it started off with her tour of the first album simultaneous you know the usual thing you're recording as you tour so as soon as the album comes out when the tour is over then you can tour the next album you know same shit that's just the way it is well and musicians don't make money off their music anymore they make money off of touring tour. it's all and tour. the majority of tour. the money that they make while they tour is actually not from ticket sales because that gets broken up between the vendors and everything like that merchandising merchandising where the real money from the movie is made it's it's really interesting to see her her natural uh talent but also her personal demons i, I guess you could say with with with, with channeling you know her own vulnerabilities you know in this world and being self-aware and really just trying to find her footing in place as she's navigating this kind of world but luckily she has a great family support network and she's so young enough where she hasn't gone off the limb you know to like branch out or be on her own and 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 she has a madonna yeah i think that would be a problem with her for her potentially because i think she has a lot of uh quirks that might get her i don't i want to say i don't want it sounds terrible like i feel like she would get into some kind of harm like i think oh, a lot goodness. of people would take advantage of her somehow and i i i, I feel <laughs> a little protective over her after watching after the watching documentary it? to be yeah. honest a little bit um but it was nice it was just a nice watch it was just one of those things where i was kind of curious yeah you know and it was a new documentary i know she i mean she just landed the bond song you know the theme I song saying, I, I know she's like, huge but i know nothing about her other yeah, than like it's just it, me too and i could point part, her out in a lineup if you're like point to right. one of these girls with green hair and tell me which one's billy eilish yeah. i'd be like that's her i i, I know that much because i saw her on snl like that's the only time i've ever sure, seen her face sure. i've never seen one of her music videos i but well, I've heard they're her song very, they're very radio. like gothic kind of like weird yeah. stuff but like it's um i dig it it's just it's she's just very peculiar and interesting to me and i i find um, I, it was a really nice watch. So if you do have Apple TV, you, you definitely need. I do uh, to give give it a, give it a go and give it a watch. I think it's a nice one. Well, that certainly sounds better than the documentary series I've been watching, which is oh yeah, Alan versus Pharaoh. Alan v. Pharaoh. I would never want to belong to any club that would have someone like me for a member. That's the key joke of my adult life in terms of my relationships with women. So you know, back in the day, Woody Allen dating uh, dating Mia Farrow famously sure. for twelve years. He adopted two of her two of her adopted children, um, and then they had a child together. Right. And uh, obviously, famously, he he wound up you know leaving Mia Farrow for one of her adopted daughters who was not adopted by him. Everyone always liked to say like you took your stepdaughter, but it really wasn't his stepdaughter. It was, but still. 
you know, the, and this is the sure. whole tour affair of, of 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 how their relationship started, what his relationship was like with their kids, what their what their romantic relationship was like, how it ended uh, when Mia Farrow found uh, pornographic pictures of Soon Yi in his studio apartment in 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 Manhattan, and uh, r- the allegations against him for the sexual molestation of his adopted daughter with Mia Farrow and it it is a whole lot of he said she said it is a whole lot of accusations mm-hmm. and and stuff but like one of the things like I'm taking away from it is you know in our society we for a very long time we've we spent a lot a lot a lot of our energy either ignoring victims or or you know, not validating them or, or just not, not giving them their rights. And in this case with his adopted daughter, Dylan, think about it. There's, there is literally no reason for her or Mia Farrow to lie. You know, there's no, there's no money to be made. They were never married. Right. So it's, it's not like she's going to take them for millions. Uh, Yeah. But I don't think that's always the case sometimes. And and, and what, and what is someone like Dylan who's my age? She was born in 1986. Mm. What does she stand to gain by standing up and saying like, I was sexually molested by the man who is essentially my father who adopted me. Like she has, there's, there's nothing to gain from that. Right. So, I mean, I do, I do believe them. I do believe that, that he was, he sexually molested her. Um, and and it is it's hard to watch because while they have there's no smoking gun in this documentary right there's no drop the mic moment where you're just like I know and that's, you're just like I, Woody Allen's guilty cancel him and I do struggle with that you know uh, it, it's 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 very much it, you know it's not the Michael Jackson documentary where they're like you know here's this damning evidence that uh, I was I, I was molested by it's amazing Michael how that Jackson. quickly went away right yeah people but, forgot all about that but you know it's it's very much of like this this you're just taking a walk in the woods it's it's a pathway and you're seeing a whole lot of shit along the way and i know by the end of this there's there's not a resolution because there still isn't a resolution to this day and that's why i was surprised that this came out because i feel like this was such common knowledge that you've been hearing this forever for years since and 1992 like, the and, allegations and, have and, been going on and it sounds like there was there's no new evidence, you know. It's almost like they're just restructuring everybody. There now, are people. There are people in it. the family who are coming forward and talking who previously haven't talked. Okay, and okay. talking about what they've seen, sure. or, or or just 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 adding more credence to to Dylan and, sure. and Mia Farrow's claims. Uh-huh. Uh, and it it's interesting, right? Because a lot of this stuff I didn't know, so it's like okay, yeah. I didn't know a whole lot about Woody Allen personally. Now, yeah, nor did I ever want to, and I, I was just right. that doesn't mean that I'm never going that. to watch Midnight in Paris again. It doesn't mean that I'm never going to watch. Oh, I can Andy definitely Hall disconnect again. myself from that kind of stuff yeah. for sure. And it's just like with Roman Polanski, like I just watch it. I I I like a lot of his yeah. movies, and same thing with Woody. And I'm like, I just don't. Yeah, like I will watch you know, Sleeper again. I understand but. someone if they don't want to, if they want to quote unquote cancel them or not watch any of their movies. Like, I, okay, I, I I get your your, your sensibility, but right. I mean, I have these movies. It's an <laughs> they're int- out there. I like them. It's I'm an sorry. Interesting watch if 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 you like this, you know, if you like this type of documentary, it's almost like true crime and stuff sure, like that. Sure. Uh, if you know, it, or if you've just ever wanted to, you, you you know, you know the rumors, you know the story and stuff like that, but you don't have all the all the facts. But it is still one sided, though, right? Or for for it- the most part, because Woody Allen had had denied. You know, being interviewed for it, and so did Soon Yi. Mm. Um, but 
they do take ex- excerpts from his audiobook from his from his autobiography and stuff like that so it, it, it you do get his defense anyway like his okay. his defense of this action his public something. defenses exactly exactly yeah, that he's so, put out there so okay. his, his words are there um but the, you know there there is no there's no oprah interview there's no fresh there's no oprah interview with yeah. Meghan markle here right yeah we're, we're not all finding out that that everyone in the royals is a bunch of racists like that's yeah, not that happening. was a surprise huh hmm. a bit a bit. I was not expecting that kind of headline. I'm not. I'm not big into. I'm ro- like really, really, because I never saw Meghan Markle as like a person of race. I just never. I. I don't know. I just never really did. I just saw her as a girl, like Meghan Markle, like a beautiful girl. I. I, I never. You had no clue that she was black. Literally, never thought of her as being of any other okay. race okay. Or, or or anything. I just never thought about it. Thought well, about it. I really never did. You should see other people's race and you should celebrate it with them. But anyway. Well, I, I, I certainly do. But like, that's the thing. Like, sometimes race really just is a big blur to me. Like, I just don't. I see the person. I don't really think about it. But the, it, it was th- that, that interview, I did watch that whole interview with Oprah. And some of it, I was like, I'm not shocked, right? Like, a bunch of staunch old British people who were born in the 30s hold some, hold some racist tendencies. Go figure. Yeah. Yeah. You know? I get it. All right. I get it. I get it. She she's brown. It's hard. It's hard for the royals. All right. But like, well, one of the things where they were talking about, like they're cut off from the family, and I was like, oh, boo, you're cut off from. You're down to your last hundred million, boo. <laughs> like I don't care. No more security. <laughs> no more security. But do you need it? You're not a prince anymore. He's your 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 children aren't princes. They're having a girl. Yeah, so. but they're still worldwide massive celebrity it's true because when we watched the crown when Dave, no when, Dave, when david came over after he abdicated or li- still very or famous over here smaller well. millions of money but anyway <laughs> getting far off the point um woody allen uh, ver- uh, you know allen versus pharaoh is really only interesting if you're interested in the story of how all how all these rumors and, and how this whole how this whole tour affair got its got its start and all the little pieces that you probably didn't know before but now this documentary just kind of completely piles all this information that we've known for years that pops up in the media briefly and then immediately goes away this just compiles it all and puts it up there right in your face yeah wow okay yeah i mean it's it's not something that i'm gonna go see yeah i be, mainly because i'm i just feel like i'm not interested and i don't need any, i don't think i'm gonna gain any kind of real new in, information especially since it's mostly one-sided it's not like a fully developed doc Right, and, and in some ways it is, but well, yeah, I, I hear what you're saying, but um, but again, I just I just don't care. It it's I also I just don't need to watch this. If, I feel like I'll be wasting two. If hours you're unsure, it's it's on HBO. It's HBO Max, and I believe it's on HBO. Yeah, it just came zone. out like a week ago, I so. think. So, all right, Jay, what else did you get down to watching this? Oh, week? the last one I saw, last thing I saw, unfortunately, because I didn't watch many things, was uh, and I was excited for this too, really excited for this coming to. America. Hakeem, it appears you have a son. He must be found. Prepare the royal jet. We are going back to America. Oh, hell no, your majesty. Come on. I'm back. Say it again. King of this shop. That's 
It is so good to see you. Well, I be damned. Look who done come up in here. Hey, it's Kunta Kinte and Ebola. Famine and blood diamonds. Nelson Mandela and Winnie. Those hungry babies with the flies on the face. Hey, oh, 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 that's too much. Now, you stepped over the line. Now, we won't be talking that kind of shit about the hungry babies. You're going to have to get out of my chair. Politically incorrect. Because the two instead of T-O-O, exactly. I get it. Exactly. Yeah. It's very early 90s of them. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, the sequel to Coming to America is is just... It's flawed from what I hear. It's so disappointing, man. Yeah, I hear it's pretty It's flawed. so disappointing. And it's just not nearly in the same ballpark as the original. As the original. Yeah. It really isn't. And this one is directed by Craig Brewer, who did the great and fresh, you know, Dolmite is my name, which... Eddie Murphy that had all this pop and 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 humor and and energy and pizzazz and it was a great film. Yeah. It was a lot of fun. It's this hard to, one was my god. It's hard to capture lightning in a bottle twice. And I, and I know, but it seemed like everybody I love was enjoying to- their spoils right. and just making this movie and. I love Coming to America, too, but I've never been into the idea of the Coming to America. I'm sorry. I love Coming to America, but I've never been in the – I've never been in on on doing the Coming to America, too. It just never – it never appealed to me. I don't like when they go back to a well like that because – and the story structured exactly how you would expect it. It's to be. not like Coming to America was a movie that was like fucking aching for a sequel, right? No. It it, it never was. No. You know? Um, And, and, you know, I – I'm a bit of a hypocrite because my my still my most anticipated movies. But Eddie are, does are have ten kids, so he needs to feed them. You know? <laughs> <laughs> kids gotta eat. Kids gotta eat. Uh, no, but but like like I, you know, as, as I sit here and I'm saying like my most anticipated movie is is Ghostbusters Afterlife. But that's because I'm such a massive Ghostbusters fan. But it, it's when I watch Coming to America, it's it's something that's. It sounds weird. I, when I say wholesome, I don't mean like the comedy's wholesome. But what I mean is like it's it's home. It's it's homely to me. Like it's something that's just like sure. It's something that's so I've seen so many times that I could quote yeah. it. It's 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 a wonderful, hilarious movie that was made at the height of Eddie Murphy's career, at the height of of his comedy, and it was lightning in a bottle. It was all the right stuff being put in at the right time. Sure, and to do that again. 30 to 40 years later and and try to capture that same lightning in a bottle it, you just know it's not going to happen you just know it's not no, you know the, it's not the story is horribly predictable right. because because and the performances the people are behind banal. it are are not in the same place they were then but they're watching that they want they're, they're looking back at who they were then and they're trying to recreate yeah. it right it's like but if the worst I was, part of my this did this is 100 the worst part about it but this it's is like not if, funny but this is like if i was 30 years old and i tried to put on jenko jeans and go to warp tour again yeah. <laughs> and pull it off like i'm still the same guy sure i will I with your will, air walks on right, i will get all i'll slide in the mud i'll jump off a stage i'll jump in a mosh pit but it'll i'll still be the 35 year old man wearing jenko jeans covered in mud getting a bloody nose in the mosh pit and that is sad <laughs> is what it comes down to <laughs> that's first that's first initial reaction that's right exactly no one would see that and go like look at this guy recapturing his youth they would go look at this fucking insane dude like someone, yeah. someone or call just his- not even a guy it's it's a 35 year old guy it's not a guy it's <laughs> someone call his wife guy. he's yeah. drunk he yeah. needs to go home <laughs> uh but and, and that that's how i look at something like coming to america too where i'm just like 
it's it's a nice effort to 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 go back to it. Can it be done? Sure, but you know who probably should have been more of the creative force behind it? Someone who was a fan of the original Coming to America and not the person who created the original Coming to America. Yeah, yeah. So I'm I'm giving this a D plus. Wow, it's really not that funny, huh? No, no, it's not. Oh my god, it was, it, is, I, it's 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 not. Does it feel like does it feel like that thing where like when they tell a joke, it almost feels like they pause for like laughter, but then no laughter comes. Like when like there's some movies where I'm watching and like I know you they're know, trying to make a joke, and I go and, like and, and, that's and not I, funny. And I hear like I remember I I did listen to um I think I listened to Eddie on Mark Marin on the podcast, and he said this was made to be seen in theaters. And I'm like thinking about it, I'm like okay because he's trying because you're for- you obviously if in a packed house in a theater all it takes sometimes is like a one joke, or two people to one laugh. or two people to laugh and then you can automatically subconsciously like enjoy <laughs> that joke a little bit more than you normally would right. Yeah. Sometimes I like to laugh at the person who laughs too loud on the joke that wasn't funny, <laughs> and then that makes me laugh. Like, and, when, and, I'm, and, I'm, and as soon as he said that after, and I listened to that after I saw the movie, I was it's, like, "This motherfucker! It's like knows was, he has garbage, and he's trying to pimp it out, and, and, and he's trying just, to save it. He's trying to save it as as he should." He, he's he, a professional, yeah, of course. I understand, but that's but that's like saying like when I was in the theaters and Arnold Schwarzenegger says in, in Batman and Robin, "Ice to see you," and someone goes, <laughs> and I go. Why did that guy laugh at that? <laughs> and that's what, funny. And that was funny to you. Yeah. <laughs> that's funny to me. That was the best part because that guy just just yeah. completely overreacted to what, what is a really See, wet part we of the joke. Missed the theater experience, Dave. I suppose. <laughs> I like being at home. <laughs> I know. Now, now when the baby starts crying, I can pause it, and I don't have people show, shouting at me like "Get the fuck out." Uh, but that, 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 that's a shame that coming to America too is you know it is isn't what what you want it to be i you know as I much mean, as i, I knew it was a bad time watching it i gotta say that yeah i but the grade is just it's just not a good film as much as i knew that it was it that it wasn't going to be good like it doesn't mean i was hoping for it to be bad right like it's sure. like it, i was like if if it came out and it was doing great i'd be like oh yeah i can't wait to see this i'm gonna watch the shit out of that yeah rj i did watch one other movie it's ray and the last dragon and i will uh. have a review for that at the end but you and i both finished wandavision Wanda, welcome home. This place. This is our home. And no one will ever take it from me again. Then let's fight for it. I have everything under control. Are you sure? This is chaos magic, Wanda. That makes you... Scarlet Witch. We're not going to spend a whole lot of time on WandaVision because we're a week late to the finale of WandaVision at this point. So there's really sure. no point in us like diving into it too deep. But we did want to wait until the end to kind of talk about WandaVision as a whole. Um, so now, now that it's over, nine episodes, what the, the, what are your thoughts on it? Because this is the kickoff to Phase Four. It's 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 the beginning of Marvel on Disney Plus, and it's the beginning of the new age for Marvel. Yes, and I think this did one, it deliver. It was interesting because it, you know obviously this was one of my bigger anticipated ones to watch, and um, I I thought it was very innovative, and it was a lot of fun to watch, and it was really cool. I think so too. 
Um, I, I I love the idea of uh, you know of it was great because every single episode you had no idea what was going to happen. I, I do love the idea of this being a way that Wanda deals with her grief and the kind of like each episode is, is it makes sense is going into within her own powers different in the world. stages yeah. of the five stages of grief and sure. stuff like that. Sure, um, even down to the commercials, like like the commercials yeah. are kind of playing off off of her grief and stuff like that. And I I, I do I do like that and and I love the character development that we're doing for for Wanda and for Vision. Mm-hmm. throughout this series and i like the teases that they're adding for the future with, with spoilers here by the way um so click off and jump ahead about five to ten minutes if you don't want to hear spoilers but um with with the, with the tease of adding uh you know billy and tommy in who eventually will go on to be young avengers speed and wiccan and we know based on the end credit scene that they're not gone she hears their voices while she's flipping through her her magical book this this right. magic book that is supposedly the book that's missing in doctor strange and stuff like that which is how they're going to that book is how they're going to tie it into doctor strange cuz uh. she's more powerful they dropped it they dropped the line that she's more powerful than the sorcerer supreme Look, I think there's been a misunderstanding. I don't do tricks. You don't do tricks? No. Hey, this clearly says the mightiest magician in the cosmos. You know, everyone exaggerates their LinkedIn profile, don't they? I mean, so like we're, we're getting we're getting teases for the future, but in the end, as far as like the MCU goes, I really was not happy with kind of like how this ended. I loved the journey. I love the journey. Exactly. I that, was not in love with the ending. You, you caught me before I was going to say that because it, it, you know, believe me, I I cheered. I don't want to say when, it went out with a whimper, but it didn't go the way that I thought. It I love the tease that they rebuilt go, the vision or should go, and 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 they did the white vision like he was in the comics yeah. when Vision gets rebooted. Looked I loved great. it, and then he comes in to fight the vision, and yeah. then I immediately went, "Ooh, will that double vision?" <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, "Yes." Vision on vision. And then instead of having a big knockout, draw out brawl, they do the Doctor Strange thing. We're like, let's have a debate. And sure. vision basically does the whole. Which like, makes more sense. In he a lot turns of ways. the logic on the robot and the robot goes, does not compute. And he's like, let me help you. And, and then what I didn't like was that white vision just goes, I'm out. And he just flies up and he's gone. And I was like, okay, but red herring, he's coming back, right? You, you, you showed me a gun and act in the beginning of the like. Hey, he has to come back. It's it's Chekhov's gag. Yes, he, he never came back. No. Darcy uh, comes flying in, in in the van. We haven't seen her in two fucking episodes. I know. She hits the weird. She, she hits the main bad guy with the van, and then that's Again, it. Underdeveloped. She, she has a yeah, quip, it, and she's gone. And 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 even even Monica Rambeau, we scratched the surface of what she is, but now you, that was shocking. You, I was surprised she fell off as well. You're gonna have I mean, to wait a little bit to to find out more about Photon and and yeah. what all this means and stuff. And it's like that's fine. I understand that you're teasing me with this stuff, but that's not previously how Marvel has done it, right? They they haven't sewed little Easter eggs in that or story plot lines that get dropped only to get picked up later. That's they've where, saved that for for after credits. And, and that's where maybe I just, I'm. 
I'm thinking that those characters are going to be getting tied in more within other series. They are 100. Monica Rambeau will be will be big in Captain Marvel too. She has powers, and not just her, but Kat Dennings. You know, right. I, I think you know they're going to bring her in as as well a right. little bit more. Monica Rambeau has powers that are very similar to Captain Marvel's in a way. Captain Marvel essentially, uh, you know, her powers are drawn apart. and maybe even Mr. Randall Park. A part yeah. of a, a part of the Tesseract lives inside of of. Right. Of, of Carol Danvers, just like a part of the Mind Stone lived inside of Vision and lived inside of, of Wanda. Sure. Um, Photon, her power, because she went through that and, and her molecules were split up and then they were brought back together, she's able to mimic any type of energy wavelength. So, which is why when she was shot, she was able to phase in the way Vision does. Because she can match that energy wavelength mm-hmm. um, and, and, and all manner of things. But I I love the setup, but I still felt like we got no payoff for any characters with the exception no. of Wanda. And that's, that's fine. I get that she's the star of the show, but you gave me what I thought throughout the entire series was a wonderful cast of of side characters really did really set it up fleshed out too randall early pa- on randall park also no big payoff that's randall park. that's why i feel like they have to bring them in in other series they will but the fact is them. you started their story here you could have ended an arc of their story here and was, and the, was that the, the whole thing. point of the story was just simplicity just like the to get i did love that randall Wanda park out after he was after he revealed he was trying to learn close up magic in Ant Man, mm. now knows close up magic and could escape from the handcuffs because right. of it. I did right. love that. That, that, that is nice a great little, little. They have wonderful nugget. things like that in the series yeah. that's peppered in there, and it's so good. It's just in that last episode. I'm not saying I needed everything tied up in a neat bow, but I needed everyone's character arc to kind of end in a logical place. So when I picked them up again, you know I. I know that I, I know where their character is as a result of that because yeah, Monica and Darcy were the the two biggest shocking like yeah. unresolved yeah. arcs. Really, yeah. they literally just what they just do one little blip and it's over. I mean, it, it, it wasn't. It, it had way too much setup. They were so important and integral. And, we had and an entire episode the dedicated whole, to them. Yes, it's just. It, that's what's so perplexing. That's why I feel like they have to be tied into future series well, going no, forward. They 100% are, but the fact that I didn't get a complete story with them here feels like I got robbed, right? And and, and I'm not saying like like it, that, that takes away from Wanda's story, because in the end, I think Wanda had a fantastic arc here in the series. I she loved, did. No, I loved she the really way, did. I loved, I loved the travel through with her. I yeah. almost shed a tear when she had to close the, close the whole hex. Yeah. Yes, I, I I never watered up. I, or I said almost. I never really got almost. that close. It was beautiful, it was but beautiful. I I do I did understand what she was going through. Like I I you know I I was very empathetic with what she was processing, what she went through, her history. They dive through all of it. You understand it, and her powers, and she doesn't even know exactly what the hell she exactly has you know how much power she has and what she's exactly doing to actual real people here's also a problem that i had uh there's a moment during like the vision fight and stuff like that where like the vision the the fake vision it was kind of a lackluster wanda's vision he's back outside and i was like oh wait what happened you know what i mean like i had to me and lauren had to rewind and be like 
did white vision just fly away and like that was it like that's that's it. and that's yeah that is, that is all it was but so i don't want the last episode to color my entire opinion of this of this series because i still think it was a fantastic series with a fantastic setup um a, a wonderful presence and there's it, a lot of fun bits to go back to right. you know and, and and it gave us a lot of character development for these two mcu characters who essentially haven't got a whole lot of development at all so it, it did what it set out to do fantastically in that it gave a backstory to wanda and vision and it gave us a point of reference for their characters and who they are going forward and it definitely set up future plot points in the mcu as a whole i just think the last episode really, really failed it with its side characters who are characters that I am excited to see more of. I just never got a complete story for them here. And I, I felt like they set us up for us to get some sort of payoff for them here. And we, we just really didn't get it. So uh, Jay, uh, you got a score for WandaVision as a whole, whole, whole series, whole, whole first season. Oh boy. Um, Only season, I guess it's probably not coming back, but. Yeah, I think I'll probably definitely give it an, a, a, a solid uh, A minus, probably. Yeah, yeah. I I, I thoroughly en- you know I, I really enjoyed the freshness and original aspect of the show and the quirkiness, and I thought I had a lot of great throwbacks to old school style uh, filmmaking and, and and show making and stuff like that. Yeah, I'm I'm at a B um, I'm at a B plus, uh, which is weird because it's a Marvel property and I'm a little bit lower than you, but yeah, I'm at a B plus like. You know, Agatha Hartness, like the end we get for her and stuff like that, where I'm just like, all of this is like it it feels pretty trivial in the end. And that and that bothers me. Is that it, like I don't feel like anything I, I understand what you're saying and it and it did, but I think more than anything you just walk away realizing just how much how not how much, how powerful Wanda is. Right. And really is. And and she's still developing that and learning that herself. And as much as we saw previously in some movies, you really saw that like, okay, yeah, I guess in some ways with all these other characters, it seemed trivial, but really you see the whole scope of what Wanda fucking did. Right. One of the things like I realized while watching it, like for my my wife, a lot of this, because she's never read a lot of the comics, is a revelation to her that Wanda's this powerful. For me, as a comic book fan, a lot of the other comic book fans watching it, we're all like, yeah, I know. We've always known. This is the woman who created an entire alternate reality with her mind while she was under the influence of her father to create the House of M, where mutants were the supreme power on the planet, you know, (laughs) Uh, only for her to then say no more mutants and destroy all of mutant kind by the end. Like, we've always known that she was this powerful if you're a comic book reader, but now they've done it in the MCU. Films haven't really completely showed that, but they did make little light of it sometimes exactly. in the films later on it's like where have you been but that's that, at vision's bedside and when vision, she could have right. been kicking ass at all the time yeah she could have been doing this the whole yeah, time yeah it was hey with I, great, I, with, I really enjoyed the show with great loss comes great power mm-hmm. so, so yeah i i did i did ultimately enjoy the show as a whole but yeah the last episode i wasn't i wasn't keen on but like yeah you know, yeah I, and i understand exactly where you're coming from but those are all things that i know we spent a whole lot of time complaining those are all things with like minor tweaks and stuff like that you could change very easily and just like and they will and this is true and they will this as those true. characters go on into other things we will watch those things and then we'll go back to wandavision and watch that again and it'll feel more of like a complete story for those yeah. characters. We will get payoffs for that. I so. think I think going back to this, Marvel does it'll it be well. a lot of fun. It will. 
All right, uh, Jay, I got one more thing to review. It was Raya and the Last Dragon. Mm-hmm. My whole life, I trained to become a guardian of the Dragon Gem. But this world has changed. People are divided. Now, to restore peace, I must find the last dragon. My name is Raya. All right, so I had Logan this weekend and Raya and the Last Dragon uh, in the theaters and on Disney Plus if you pay for premium access. I did, $30. I don't think that's that bad for my wife, my daughter, and me to sit in the living room and watch a movie, which my wife actually had to run off because Grayson was crying at one point. So she she ran off to go with him. She didn't get to finish the movie, so she actually watched it the next day. For $30, we essentially got to watch this movie twice, three times, as many times as we want from here on out. I'm still a big defender of of Disney's Plus Premium Access because it's now the second movie that I've bought from there and I enjoyed. And I still think Black Widow should be <laughs> should be just released on Premium Access. It's not going to happen because mm. uh, we'll we'll talk about that in our in our news sure. uh, episode, you know, later on. But anyway, Raya and the Last Dragon. So Raya is the defender of heart, which is a. She she is defending uh, essentially a the last remnants of the spirit of the last dragon who saved humanity from a dark evil called the Droon. Now her and her father are the sole are, are, are essentially the sole protectors of it here, but there are other kingdoms: Fang, Tail, Claw. You know they all want this power as well that came from the last dragon that keeps the droon at bay um and in a bid for power over it they destroy the spirit of the dragon which breaks into five different pieces that get split up between the kingdoms but because it's not whole the droon return and take over the land again we flash forward six years to Rhea who is in search of the last dragon and is also hunting down each of these shards of of the dragon spirit of the crystal to put them together to defeat the droon once and for all mm. and restore her father back to back to health and save all of the world essentially but she's trying to do it alone and it's not until she meets the last dragon reborn sisu who essentially helps her unite the kingdoms put the the spirit of the dragon the power of the dragon back together to once and for all defeat the droon obviously it's a kids movie so it, it's not a big spoiler to know that 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 they succeed in the end right it's a, that that's not a big spoiler but one of the things that surprised me about this movie uh, is how much it is about loss like Every character in this movie has lost somebody. Most of them have lost everybody. 
Yeah. Um, and, and as she travels through each of the kingdoms, she picks up a new companion that goes with her. All of them, you know, one of them has lost their entire family. Another one is just a little kid who's lost his entire family. Another one's a baby who has lost their entire family. And then it's her who has lost her only family, her, her father. And they are essentially trying to undo this, this great evil, this great, this great force and the last dragon dragon is this is hope essentially and it, once once one of them allows hope in she spreads hope to the other ones and they all go forward on this journey oh. together um and and that's what i'm taking away from it as i'm watching it right is like it, it, it's this story of of adversity and togetherness you know the only way to de- to defeat adversity is together and a nation divided is is weak but a nation together is strong so as she goes through each of the nations and she picks up a new person they are essentially aligning with her mm-hmm. and and her nation and in the end it's only together that they can all defeat it right it says a lot about us now like we essentially are a nation divided right yeah we have a lot of 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 sociological problems that need to be fixed, but they're never going to happen if we if we never come together and stuff like that so i mean, there, there's there's a lot to be said there um but just from the standpoint of the visuals of 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 the movie. They're fantastic, right? I mean, it's the people who made a, who made Frozen. It looked and very Moana. pretty. Sure, it is very pretty. So, but it's darker. It's much darker than Frozen. It's much darker than Moana. There's first off, there's no singing, right? And we're talking about these these entities, the Droon, who essentially turn people to stone. So, what is the lighter aspects of this movie? That pulls you along. That keeps the life for the kids and stuff. Or is it mainly? There's a few moments that are very funny. Besides the actual visuals of the creatures, you know, maybe. But um, no, I mean, but, uh, for like, so so Sisu, who's played by Aquafina, mm-hmm. is hilarious, right? Like for for my daughter, she's the funniest part. Like first off, Aquafina's <laughs> funny. Yeah. So yeah. her her doing this voice role, she like it, it's funny. There's they do find a way to infuse moments of comedy, but they really find a way to to infuse moments of of heaviness and the little the little person standing up to the big to the big threat. They they do have a lot of that. And like I said, it's a lot of loss. A lot of your main characters you're going to watch fall at some point and you know i i really give it to disney animation for making a movie that my daughter watched that Mm -hmm. but for her it wasn't traumatizing or anything like that Mm -hmm. they do it in a way where it's like you feel the loss but they still continue the story on because it's you know we can't old yeller this right like we can't take uh sisu the last dragon and fucking blow her brains out because she had because she had rabies um but one of the things that also struck me in this movie, not only were the visuals great um, and, and the dark tones were, were great, both like for, for me as an adult, but also for my daughter, who's probably aging out of like things like Frozen a little bit, uh, is the fact that there's some awesome fight choreography in this animation. Like hmm. there's several moments where we have like fights between Raya and another opponent and stuff like that. And they're good. They're fast paced, but they feel just as well choreographed as any Kung Fu movie or any action flick that we might watch directed by Paul Greengrass. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like it, it's, and it works. But the only thing that I really have an issue with, with the movie is this, 
is this nameless, this, I'm sorry, this faceless threat of the Droon. The Droon are this faceless threat. They're, they're essentially black smoke with purple light inside them, and they roll over people, and they turn them into stone. And that's it. There's no, there's no malice behind them. They're just this thing that exists, you know? It, it, there's no personification of them. There's no, there's no character for them. It is just the world against this unstoppable force, essentially. And, and to me, I was like, is that like an allegory for like people versus nature or like people versus like, like our dying world? Hmm. Like, I don't know. But like to, to me, like, yeah, cause I, usually they have a little bit more of an explanation right. to me, not having that, not have, I'm not saying a, a villain, like a main villain, but to, to not, to, to have these things just kind of be like amorphous blobs and stuff like that kind of feels like. It, it, you know, it, it, it kind of left me thinking that there, there could have been more done with done with them, uh, more of an explanation done with them as well. You sure. Know? Um, ultimately, like I really thought that this was a, a a very pretty movie. So the story came together, or oh, or the story think- comes together. Okay, okay. The the story's good, despite the fact that it doesn't have a proper villain. You know, it, the fact is that the drone are just a plot device, right? You know the fact that they are a world divided that's the villain right their their mistrust of each other the mm-hmm. the 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 fact that they that they can't get along for a common cause that's the main villain you know and and the true hero of the day is when they learn to trust each other and work together to defeat this force save the last dragon bring dragons back to the land whatever they're meant to do it doesn't matter yeah the idea is that only together can all these people defeat this thing. Can they overcome this thing, this problem and stuff like that? But, you know, I think you would enjoy it, Jake. There's not a fucking song to be had in it. There's not, <laughs> there's no let it go, you know? There's no, you're welcome. None of that. There's no songs. Okay. Yeah, I mean. This is not your happy-go-lucky, you know, animated, Disney animated fair. Right. You know, it by the time it's but over, I do like you know your story. characters went through change. Like they went sure. through some shit. And I like the story that, you know, they all are down and it takes this one person of, of, of yeah. hope yeah. to really just start to bring people together and, and stay positive and stay, you know, up and up and, and, and go towards when it was done, my, my wife was like, because she didn't get to finish it. She said she was going to watch it the next day. She's sure. like, so was it good? Did you like it? And I was like, it's definitely better than both the Frozens. It's as good, if not better, than Moana. Like, I liked it a whole lot more than wow. probably both of those. I, I really enjoyed it. So uh, if I'm going to give it a score, probably going to be an A. Straight up A. Like, Sweet. I, I really enjoyed it as far as like animated films go. I think there's it's, a good chance that I'll, I'll have it watched by yeah. the time we, we, we record next it's week. It's worth it. It's it's worth the time. But that's going to do it for Super Movie Bros this time around. If you would like to comment on any of the films that me and Jay reviewed or any of the TV shows, feel free to reach out to me on Twitter at SuperMoviePod. I am on Facebook, Super Movie Bros Podcast, Instagram, Super Movie Bros, and on Twitter, J underscore SMB. And then, of course, we are part of a network. We are part of the Age of Radio Podcast Network. So make sure that you head over to ageofradio.org. There, you can check out all the other shows that are part of the Age of Radio Podcasting Network. I want to thank all of you guys for listening. Have a great one. Cheers. Cheers. Cheers.